0: Do you have any wounds on your heart caused by someone you love and who loves you? I imagine you've had some heart wounds. Most everyone has because they're a part of living. Even as parents who love our children so very much, even we are going to cause some emotional pain, always unintentionally and sometimes unknowingly. What do we do when that happens? We're going to talk about it today on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. I am Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom, and this is your place for an intentional mom to build a strong family.
1: You're listening to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for intentional moms to build strong families. My name is Rich Harrison. My wife, Val, has spent over 20 years helping moms learn practical ways to lead their kids, strengthen their marriages, streamline their homes, and find hope and encouragement for the busy and exhausting mom life. You see, over the years of raising our own seven children, God has shown Val a lot of lessons about growing a strong family through her own victories and valleys. And he's given her a passion for helping other moms in their worthy journey of motherhood too. Check out all of her books, podcasts, and other resources at PracticallySpeakingMom.com. Join her for some practical tips, along with some hope and encouragement, right now.
0: Now, I imagine you have had some childhood emotional scars. Some of them heal from God directly, or because someone else cared enough about our wholeness to help us work through our pain, or perhaps a counselor or a therapist has been your key to healing. Wouldn't it be wonderful, though, if the people who cause our heart wounds would be observant enough and caring enough and emotionally equipped to be able to help us heal those wounds that they caused. Being willing to do the hard work of restoring after a relationship fracture is one of the most important gifts we can give another person. Let's get a bit more specific here. Let's say that you have a wound caused by one or both of your parents. It could be something you've hung on to for all these years. Now, what if your parent would have made the effort to find out about your wound? What if they genuinely listened to truly receive your message of pain and brokenness? What if, after listening to you, they sincerely responded by saying this I feel horrible about this pain that you've experienced. I want to dwell on your words and pray about all of this. I want to seek God's help in having a fuller understanding of your heart. I want God to show me the ways I could have done all of this better. And I want to see how I need to change for the future. And can we talk again so I can give you a thorough, genuine apology so we can talk about how to begin healing our relationship in your heart Let me start to do my best to restore what has been broken between us. I want your wholeness. I want to restore our relationship and I want to listen more. If there's any more you think about that needs to be talked through, let's do the hard work of healing together. Now, mom friend, how would that help you heal if your parent would have been able or would have taken the time and emotional vulnerability to go there with you. Now today's a very unique podcast. Chosen is a mom's group in Derby, Kansas, who also has a podcast called Chosen Mamas. They invited me to come speak to their group recently and then asked me to stay after for a Q&A on their podcast. Now we'll be listening to two questions over the next two weeks. This week, they asked me to discuss with them more about the concept of wounds we may cause in our children's heart and how to restore with our children, how to maintain our influence in their lives and how to remain vigilant in seeking our child's wholeness. So that's what we'll talk about today. Our conversation centers around one question of every child's heart am I worth restoring? Now, this question is one of six heart questions in the talk I gave that day called Your Love Becomes Their Strength, answering the six questions of your child's heart. This is material that I spent months developing as I sought God's heart on how to love our children more effectively. You see, as a mom of seven, I have had many opportunities to realize that while I have loved all of my children from day one sincerely and sacrificially, I haven't always loved them effectively. A few years ago, a parenting group asked me to speak to their group for Valentine's Day on the topic of loving our children. Since I had months to prepare, I began jotting down thoughts whenever God would bring memories to my mind of times that I had caused wounds on my child's spirit, and times when I saw their spirits soar from strength. What had worked well? What had I missed or neglected about their hearts? And what had I done that caused big heart wounds? What brought restoration? This list seemed to grow and grow. I was discussing it with my husband Rich one day, and he and I together began dividing everything into categories. Then I went to scripture with those categories and began searching how God loves us effectively as the perfect heavenly father. And those categories became these six questions of our heart. Am I worth treasuring? Am I worth knowing? Am I worth protecting? Am I worth believing in? Am I worth including? Am I worth restoring? So here's what I've come to understand. God, our Creator, designed every heart to ask love questions. Why did He design us that way? Because of His great love for us. He wanted to demonstrate His love to us in a way that we would know Him and know His love. So He made our hearts with a longing for a capacity for this type of love and a longing for these questions to be answered. Then he wrote a love letter to us, explaining his love to us, telling us how he demonstrates his love to us. Because if he didn't tell us, we might not realize it. Hint, parents, we have to tell our kids sometimes, I'm doing this as an act of love to you. The Bible is that love letter, and it's full of explanation and examples as proof of his love. Now, the earthly family is God's illustration of his relationship with us. Just as our hearts long for the answer to these questions from our Heavenly Father, so as children, we long for answers to these same questions, not just from our Heavenly Father, but from our earthly parents. We carry our parents' answers with us throughout our lifetime. How did your parents do at answering those six questions? Perhaps you know they loved you, but maybe you didn't feel treasured, or you didn't feel like they really knew you, or were reading the signs and symptoms of the condition of your heart, or maybe they failed to protect you. Perhaps there are some wounds that they didn't work with you through the healing and restoring process that you needed and deserved. Let's listen now to that podcast from some weeks ago.
2: Welcome to the Chosen Mamas podcast, based off of a ministry for moms called Chosen held at South Rock Christian Church. Today's discussion happened right after our October meeting with Val Harrison. She gave us a lot of great practical advice for relating to our children, including what to do when we wound them. You had talked about how our wounds can become beautiful scars, but also the wounds we give to our children, which really kind of hit me in the stomach because... That's something I don't like to think about, but a very real part of being a parent, I think. Right, right. And you had given us some steps in um, how to reconcile when things go wrong and when there are when there are wounds. So I just wondered if you could maybe reiterate that for us, um, expound on that, and maybe even give us an example of when that's happened. Absolutely.
0: So what I started with was that there's six questions that our hearts long for every one of us, God designed us that way, because he wanted to answer those questions. And so the last question being, am I worth restoring? Mm -hmm. And so as we recognize our child's heart, and that it will develop wounds, often that we create, in fact, even though someone else may offend them in worse ways, harm them in worse ways, It is our wounds that are most likely to be the most painful wounds to them, which is, you know, that's a heavy weight to carry. But us knowing that to open our eyes to that reality can change how we parent to recognize, for one thing, that the influence we have with our kids, it's not a guarantee all along. It starts out as a guarantee that we have them or like they're 100% influence. But over time that becomes contingent on how we care for their heart. So the less careful we are with their heart, the less they stay open to our influence of them. So one of the most important things we can remember is that, that that influence, we have to maintain it. Maintaining that influence means that I recognize when I maybe have done things that have caused wounds. And the hard thing is that we're even going to cause some that we have no idea that we that we're causing. So the six steps are acknowledge the pain that we caused, seek to understand the pain, apologize, give restitution, ask forgiveness and focus on restoration. So those are the six steps, but what does that look like? It As our kids get a little older, this is, generally speaking, when they're little, the kinds of wounds that we would create is more, you know, often just an apology of, hey, Tommy, I am so sorry that I just raised my voice at a time when it really wasn't necessary or helpful. And so mommy is sorry. You know, I value how you feel in situations when they're little, just jumping right into that step is great and fine in most situations, but the larger wounds and really just in the, you know, middle school, high school, a young adult, grown adult, no matter what age we are, we actually long to have these questions answered. So it's possible that all of us in this room, you know, I'm almost 50, there are still things that I wish my parents would ask me about, you know, open up the door of, uh, so so this is how it would look at with a, you know, middle school or older. Hey, in two weeks, if, if it's, let's say it's a grown kid, in two weeks, I would love to get together. And between now and then, if you would just be thinking of the things maybe that you feel resentment about that I've done through the years that didn't seem fair, didn't make sense, uh, seemed harsh, wrong, hurtful, closed, unkind. I want to go there because you, I, I care about your wholeness and I care about this relationship so desperately. And if there's anything that stands in the way of it, I wanna fix that. But even, re, you know, set the relationship aside you as a, a person in this world, I want you to be as whole as possible. And if there's anything that I need to hear that I could start healing that in, you know, our relationship or healing that part of your heart, I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So let's go there. Let's have that conversation. And so the step of then acknowledging the pain, like listening, truly being willing to listen to the stuff that you don't want to hear it as a mom. I mean, it is like the scariest, you know, you're going to not sleep for a few nights beforehand and you're going to not breathe for a couple of days leading up to it, you know, because it's a scary thought. And then, you know, I've done this with even, you know, my, my youngest son is a freshman at college right now and lives away from home. And I wanted to do this before he went and, We've had an awesome relationship, you know, he and I, and he is just the most easygoing kid in the world. I truly believed, mm-hmm. I truly believed going into it, he was going to be like, oh, mom, you've been great. You're so <laughs> wonderful. And it's been all just bliss the whole time. I was kind of expecting that kind of conversation. And he had a list, really? you know, and it was totally things I would have never in a million years seen that scenario from that angle. Mm -hmm. And so there's stuff there. And really what we're doing is we're giving them the right habits for how to do relationships. I have a question. How often would you
2: say to do this type of, you know, this kind of checkup? Right, Because if you wait every five years, or some, You know, yeah. it's going to add up and you might be not able to address those issues of wounding that are taking place. So how often right. for each age group would you say, like, what's a good check-in time kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. Like, okay, hey,
0: how are we doing? Like, let's evaluate, you know, that type of right. thing. Well, if you can think of these six steps, if you can kind of internalize them as a way of life, then... You can not do them in a formal way all the time, but you could even on a weekly basis be like, hey, can we have a few minutes here and tell me what are ways that maybe mom kind of offended you this week. On a small scale, we can do this as a way of life and that is super vulnerable and humbling. But if to live a lifestyle like that with them, means that when they have offended us, they're going to be so much more willing to go there yeah. or or offended someone else or just need to receive reproof because I have received. And, and so I really haven't even got past this first step of acknowledging the pain. But seriously, the first step is so important to be willing to just hear them and to ask, probing questions about how did that make you feel when that happened and and I'm not talking about a coddling emotional you know creating a a coddled emotional child because mm-hmm. that's not helpful either sometimes it almost seems like we're in a society today where we give so many words of emotion to a child that they're only thinking in, how do I feel? Which is not, you know, we we also have to give them words and context and understanding for, it's not just about how, yeah, that might have felt uncomfortable. Does God ever ask us to do things that are uncomfortable? Yes, there are going to be times that are uncomfortable, that was still what mom was supposed to do, you know, so it's not about what feels good. But it is about, being willing to go below the surface of things and really having the hard conversations and not jumping too quickly to an apology so that we really hear them. Now, for sure, the older they get, the more the big conversations, those should be a little rare Hmm. because if, if they were constant, they become less valuable kind of. So honestly, Once a year or less, unless unless you find yourself in a place where you really have a big chasm between you and your child, they have some big walls up and sometimes wounds have many layers. And so they're going to require, you're going to have a conversation and it's going to take a layer of the wound off, but removing that layer makes them start evaluating the next deeper layer of that wound. And then so it could be that if you've been at a place like that with your child, then you're going to have multiple conversations before you really get to a good spot. And so there might be multiple layers to peel off. And in a case like that, there would be more conversations in a year than than that. But if that kind of makes sense, yeah. that when this. when on a more formal setting, yeah, probably not more than once a year.
2: That's really insightful. And I really was struck when you talked about not apologizing right away. I have never heard someone say that, actually. I think especially, you know, raising a two-year-old at this point, I've been taught and I've been teaching him, like, "Oh, you did something. Say sorry. Say sorry right now. And I thought it has bothered me in the past when apologies seem insincere. And I have given them very quickly thinking that's what I'm meant to do. And it's caused some relational rifts. How do we need to go about apologizing? Like, how do we actually need to process the pain before offering something too quick?
0: I think the pain or the wound determines that. So a very small wound, a very small infraction, you know, a pretty much instant apology is appropriate. But when we recognize that the wound is deeper or bigger, we definitely need to let them know I want to just soak in these words for a while. And of course, I feel horrible about it. And I'm, and I am so sorry about it, but I want to, I want the Holy Spirit to have time to work in my heart and reveal even more to me. Like there have been times where I've gone into this, you know, more formal conversation. Like I, I think of another older son where we told him ahead of time, you know, can we talk in two weeks? And, I expected, I knew what he was upset about, Mm -hmm. I thought. And so when he is going to talk about it, I'm going to already know in my mind what those reasons are. And I might not bring him up right at that minute because, in fact, I was determined not to bring him up in the setting because... I wanted him to feel like I had acknowledged it and and spent time listening and, and hearing more and stuff. But I expected on the inside for me to be going, yeah, well, here's the reasons why, mm-hmm. uh, just on the inside, not outside. But the fact is that when that conversation ended, while I did feel a little bit of, well, here's why I did that, uh, but didn't verbalize that, I took two weeks. And over those two weeks, the Holy Spirit started showing me a lot of how I really could have handled that a lot better. And so that taking that time was really important for my own character, for my own heart and soul, for the way I would revise how I parent in the future. You know, there was a lot of lessons for me to learn that I wouldn't have learned if I jumped right into I'm so sorry. You know, are we good now? Yeah. You know, because how many times have you heard, well, I apologized, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and you've, and you on the, they say that to you, I apologized. Yeah, well, you didn't mean it, Mm -hmm. you know, or, well, it didn't feel like, or it it hasn't been enough yet. You might have apologized, but my heart has definitely not reached your heart on this yet. Like it still hurts a lot, you know, so that time matters. Thank you so much, Val. Val, I love your podcast, like
2: we already mentioned. But as we're closing our episode, please feel free to check out Practically Speaking Mom, Intentional Mom, Strong Family, her podcast, because you go into very practical examples a lot. And it is so helpful to not just conquer some of these big topics, but to really break down what that looks like on an everyday level. So thank you for that. Thank you, Mamas, for joining us today. And we look forward to hearing more from Val next week.
0: So that was just a bit of what we shared that day. We're going to hear next week, the next question that we talked about, but this all comes from information that I share at different parenting events and mom's retreats and things like that. My husband, Rich, and I have also taken these six questions and applied them to our marriage as well, answering the six questions of our spouse's heart. I am considering offering an online workshop on this topic, and I would love your feedback. Whether you would like to participate in an online webinar called Your Love Becomes Their Strength, answering the six questions of your child's heart, or an online webinar for couples, answering the six questions of your spouse's heart. So I would love to know your interest level about all of this. Uh, send me an email at val at Or if you see today's podcast episode 62 on a Facebook or Instagram post, you could comment there and let me know your interest level there as well. Now, how can you listen to Chosen Mamas in the future? I listen on Google Podcasts. By the way, they're located in Derby, Kansas, and they're for moms of all ages who want to intersect their faith in Jesus with the everyday ups and downs of motherhood. And they're a welcoming, loving group of dedicated moms that I had such, um, and it was such an honor to meet them. If you're located near Derby, Kansas, and you'd like to join them, they're at South Rock Christian Church, or email me at Val at com, and I'll connect you with Liz or Amanda. They are two of the moms that you heard on the podcast this week and next.
1: Thanks for joining Val today. Next week, she'll be with the Chosen Mamas group again to discuss another heart question that our children ask, am I worth believing in? The moms will talk about addressing the weaknesses in kids that seem to stand in the way of their good qualities shining through. Val will tell how to help them through the times of struggling with a low self-perception and a method she uses to get an action plan regarding our children's strengths and weaknesses. If you're interested in having Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom, come to your next mom's event, retreat, or parenting seminar, you can email her at val at practicallyspeakingmom.com or go to her website, practicallyspeakingmom.com. Some of her most popular topics are feasting with the father when you feel like a frazzled mama. Your love becomes their strength, answering the six questions of your child's heart, wearing all your hats without wearing out, finding focus for your family to be the masterpiece family God intended, when littles are loud, maximizing the moments without drowning in chaos. Or if you'd like to host a marriage event or retreat, Val and I speak on the topic of love becomes strength, answering the six questions of your spouse's heart. Val counts it a blessing to be able to minister to you every week here on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for intentional moms to build strong families. Join her again right here next week for more encouragement and hope.